This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with George Trice of Nationwide Insurance. George has been with the company for 17 years, and Nationwide is bringing us the Jack Trice Legacy Game October 7th against TCU. It's going to be an awesome part of the year-long celebration of Jack Trice's legacy. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with George Trice. Well, George, it's awesome to have you on our sidecast, and, and really great to have Nationwide on board to help bring us this Jack Trice Legacy Game. For those who don't know, just tell us about your role with Nationwide and your connection to Jack. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. So currently, I'm a director at Nationwide. I'm in a rotational program. One of the things that Nationwide does well is, you know, taking care of the people and getting them experience. And so uh, my rotational program right now is about a two-year program. And every six months, I uh, change to a new department. And right now, I'm in our sales experience department for personal lines insurance. So background in commercial underwriting with the company for, you know, 17 years. And so my relation to Jack is, you know, Jack is my first cousin. He's my grandfather's first cousin. And so um, I'm a first cousin twice removed, Cleveland native, lived in Iowa for 10 years and an Iowa State alum. That's awesome, George. And it is so much more than obviously just a a week-long celebration or a one-day celebration. It's been a a year-long celebration. And what does it mean to you to have Nationwide and Iowa State University working together to honor Jack in this great way? You know, so I will say it's it's been awesome. I mean, and it's been it's been more than than just that. It's been the, the state of Iowa, the city of Ames, um, and then the, the the fan base has all been part of this. And you know, for me to be a part of this, it started last November. Mayor John, you know, presented us a, a proclamation for the day honoring uh, Jack Trice to start this commemorative uh, celebration off. I was there to, in a rainy, cold day, um, pulling off the the cover of the Jack Trice Way sign. I was the first one to break through the breaking barriers sculpture that was put up. So I, me and my family were the first ones to walk through that. And then again, you know, the, the relationship with Nationwide being a sponsor and a supporter of the Iowa schools, but Iowa State in general, um, you know, our CEO and our past CEO are both Iowa State alumni. And so for them to be a part of this and for Nationwide to see the, the value in being the sponsor for this game to kind of not bring an end to um, the 100 year, but to actually start uh, to, to build on that legacy of Jack Trice. Because in my mind, this isn't just the, the end of it. This is actually the beginning of it because this day 100 years ago or that October 7th game, you know, October 8th will be the actual death. You know, what would have been had Jack lived? What would have been if some things were different? And so for Nationwide, for Iowa State, for everybody to be on board to celebrate Jack, you know, after 100 years, it took a long time to get the naming and the statue and um, and all the accolades that have come so far. And I think we're moving a little bit faster pace now, which I'm excited about. You know, you brought up a great point just there. It did take a long time for the naming to occur. And I, I guess I didn't plan on asking this, George, but just how, how appreciative are you of, you know, the people that paved the way uh, for this to happen? Because there were a lot of people, including the student body, which was really adamant about it. And uh, how, how appreciative are you for the people, you know, several decades ago that said, hey, we need to do more with this. Uh, how appreciative are you of that? Well, you know, the story would have been lost. Had, had these, these students and, and staff and faculty not found the plaque in State Gym. And it's funny, I played in State Gym a couple, it was the old building, but played basketball in State Gym a lot. 
And so it, it's great that they found this and said, okay, who is this person? What is this person? Why is this plaque here? Who is this Jack Trice guy? And again, it was, it was Ames College. Iowa State didn't come around until, renamed until 19, either 54 or 59. So it changed to Iowa State. So for them to bring that, that heritage, and that's what Iowa State is doing with this throwback uniform, is bringing back the Ames College feel instead of the Iowa State feel because that's where Jack was and that's where Jack started. And so for students, faculty, and everybody to do that, for the family to come out, you know, my grandfather and my uncle Nelson and my cousin Chester Jr. were there in 1988 when they renamed the fields and made the life-size statue. And my grand, again, my grandfather is Jack's first cousin. And so this was a, a great thing to see for my grandparents and my, and my uncles and, and cousins to come out there back in 88. I was eight years old, had chicken pox, so I couldn't go. So I didn't really know, you know, what this was, who Jack Trice really was at that time. But I knew it was somebody important for the family to go out there back, back at that time. And as you have learned more about it, I mean, it's totally understandable that as an eight-year-old kid, you know, you're just you're just kind of scratching the surface. But, <laughs> you know, as you become an adult and and learn more and more and more about Jack and seen all the tributes and the, the reporting and, you know, obviously your own work, just trying to figure out more about the story, what's impressed you most about the way Jack carried himself? What impressed me most is, you know, I'm from Cleveland. Jack's from Cleveland. And yes, there are, you know, there are 75 years between when Jack died and I came to school. So, you know, Jack died in 1923. My first year was 98, so 75 years later. And so when I look at I, I've taken pictures and I've been at the, the train stop in Ames where the, the new restaurant Cornbread is right now, but the train depot where Jack landed in Iowa, landed in Ames, Iowa, getting off the train. And, you know, you think about this, this young man, 18, 19 years old, coming from Cleveland, a black guy going across the country to Iowa. Um, Iowa still is only 4% black today. And, you know, he's going out there and corn and, you know, it's something different. Luckily, he had his coach from high school, Sam Williman, who was the coach that came to Iowa State or Ames College. And then he had five of his teammates. And so that was the great thing about him having some support. But for him to carry himself the way that he did, knowing that, again, all eyes were on him and everything that he did, being not from Iowa and being a, bl a black guy in the 20s in Iowa. And so it was a lot of pressure and a lot of, uh, lot of eyes on him. And well, for him to hold himself the way he did, not getting in trouble, being married, you know, working on campus, you know, just being that, that student athlete, that true student athlete, um, because he had goals outside of just going to Iowa to play football. And he wanted to continue on what he wanted to do and what his goal was when he thought about family education in his community. Yeah, and, and also on top of all of that, I mean, you got to be a really good football player to get on the field when you're a young guy. And obviously he was a really good football player too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you think, of, you think about, you know, I look at, you know, rugby and then you look at American football and, you know, you look at the padding that's used you look at the 1920s and the pads that they had, the leather helmets, the, the leather patches on the elbows, you know, the minimal padding and to go out there and play this sport that was still young in the stages to go out there to learn this game, to play this game, to be good and to compete on that level, especially after all the adversity he had to you know, take on throughout his life. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. So, George, you spoke, as you mentioned, on that day in November, the unveiling of the Breaking Barrier sculpture, the Jack Trice Way unveiling as well, which was just 
really, really cool stuff. And we also heard from Anthony Johnson that day, who was the recipient of the Jack Trice Endowed Scholarship that year. Mm-hmm. And I thought just wonderful thoughts from Anthony on how Jack inspired him. And I'm going to go ahead and play those comments first. And then I want to get, you know, your thoughts on what Anthony had to say that day. So let's listen to what Anthony said first. I'd first like to thank everyone for coming out today. And I also like to make it known that I'm thankful that I get the opportunity to not only represent the football team, but I get to represent all other student athletes here. Um, It's truly an honor and still surreal to be mentioned in the same sentence as Jack Trice. The sacrifices that he made and what he stood for is powerful. I resonate with Jack Trice so much because of how he responded to and how he challenged adversity. I grew up in a motel with eight people and two beds. I faced many challenges, but I prevailed because I understood that my power resided in my response. Jack Trice paved the way for many African-American athletes such as myself to be able to attend this university. I am so proud and I take great pride in this monument being completed because it continues to show people around the world, athletes old and new, and uh, students that this is not just a statue, this is not just a logo, this is something that we truly believe in and live by on a daily basis. It's inspirational. It's the reason when I faced adversity and wanted to quit, I kept going. Now I'm on track to be the first to graduate college in my family. Thank you, thank you. Jack Trice is the reason why I want to be the best role model I can be for my nephews and nieces. Jack Trice taught me, no matter the obstacle you face, how much the odds are against you, you do it with your chin up and chest out. I took the Jack Trice I will as a challenge, and I can stand before you today and successfully say I did. Thank you. All right, George, tell me what was going through your mind that day as Anthony was up there speaking so eloquently about how Jack inspired him. What were your thoughts? You know, I want to go back. I mean, I'm going to answer that question, but I want to go back. And I want to say and be honest on this and honest with the, the people listening to this and to say, I did not know Anthony Johnson Jr. Uh, I was not aware or fully aware of what the Jack Trice endowed scholarship was for athletics. Um, it, we, we had some issues on, you know, finding out what that was. And so f- I, I wasn't on board or involved in that scholarship. And so for it to be in Jack's name, I wasn't sure. I was kind of unsure. And so I talked with Toya Younger, who is um, vice president student provost, and her and I talked. She had met Anthony. She talked to him first. And she said, you know what, George, I know you're going to really like this young man. And so, um, you know, listening to him, standing up there and hearing his story, but also to to know know the background of this young man, for a person at his level to play D1 college, to send his stipend back to his mom uh, while she's living in a hotel with with his siblings, you know, coming from where he came, the adversary he did, he, you know, you don't get a lot for your stipend outside of your, your food and your, and your lodging. And for him to send 90% of that back to his family to live, that just shows the kind of person he is. And, you know, you talk about the character of a person and this Jack Trice endowed scholarship and, and Jack was all about character. And so to attach yourself to somebody with character like that, you know, was awesome. And I still talk to Anthony Johnson. I mean, I, I text him often when I see him playing, see him on TV, just making sure that, you know, that young man knows he has people in his corner that don't want anything from him, but want to see him succeed. Because 
what Jack's plan after college was, was to go back down south and teach ex-slaves how to share crop and make money doing what they were doing for free. And so it really was him giving back, taking the knowledge and taking what he gained to give back to others. And that's what Anthony Johnson did. He went out there to play football to give back and provide for his family. You know, the times are different, but the sentiment is still the same. And, you know, for, and for him to get that endowed character award, playing in Jack Trice Stadium for four years, to be that person, to get that first award, you know, that's something special. And I just said that, that, that holds dear to me because, again, no matter, you know, no matter where these scholarships come from, if they're in the name of Jack, Jack is becoming an icon, becoming a, a, a legacy and a legend um, in his own right for what he started to do. You know, he couldn't finish it, but we have a lot of people that are using what he, he started with to build their own and to be successful. And so, you know, Anthony Johnson Jr., very quiet, humble guy. You know, I watched every preseason game to see, get a glimpse of him. And, you know, when, he, when I got the email that he got the 53-man um, the, uh, roster spot, I sent up a text message saying, congratulations, sir. And I know he was back in Ames the next weekend after he got after he made the roster. So for him to come back after practice, make the team, and then come back to Ames, Iowa, um, where it kind of started for him, just shows who he is. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. I just I think the world of Anthony Johnson, and I don't know that I've ever pulled harder, given the story that you just just told us, which I was aware of as well, of Anthony's upbringing and how tough things were. I don't know that I've ever pulled harder for a guy to make the roster. And oh, yeah. <laughs> what a cool, what, you know, not, it wasn't an automatic because, you know, you're a seventh round pick, but what a cool, cool moment in his life. And just think about how his life now will impact his kids and, you know, his family going forward already has right well, uh, but but man what a great story well let me let me let me say this that you make it more awesome of a story okay so if you read jack's letter one of the things he says there is like i will do more than my part uh, and that's one of the things that he said he knew what he was going out there to do and i would do more than my part as you talked about anthony being a seventh round pick but you got to think about anthony was picked in the seventh round with the intent of him being a safety Anthony was a cornerback. Yeah. So to be a cornerback and then it's to switch positions because you, they didn't need a tackling cornerback, but you could be better at the safety position to go from Division One football to the NFL, switch positions, and make the 53-man roster. Yeah, that, you know, that's, that just shows what this guy's work ethic is, you know, what his determination is, and, like, he wasn't going to fail. So, like, I, I look at that as being, like, even more of a, a person doing more than his part you know, really taking and embracing what Jack stood for, you know, playing them, under them lights for four seasons. You know, it's just, it just, it just, just a good young man. No question about it. That's a great way to put it. When it comes to quality, comfort, and exceptional style, insist on the authentic brand label. Embrace authenticity in your wardrobe with authentic brand collegiate and corporate branded attire, the favored choice nationwide. I'm going to ask you about you know, October 7th and 8th, and the, that that weekend is going to be just incredible when Iowa State hosts TCU. The throwback uniforms you mentioned with Ames written across the helmets, and mm-hmm. I can just tell you those players can't wait to put those on. This is These are some really neat throwback uniforms. I think they're, they're some of the best I've ever seen. 
Well, you you think about 2013 was when the the jersey, the first throwback came. I have one hanging in my house right now. The whole uniform's hanging in my in my Jack Trice Iowa State room. And when you look at that, 90 years, okay, thanks, it was all cool. You know, you're kind of bringing out the five bars. Because the five bars wasn't even really a, a thing yet. Uh, you're kind of bringing the five bars in the jersey to kind of act, um, to kind of accentuate what's going on in the, in the sweater and the uniforms from that era. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. But then this year, when they come out, and then the detail, you know, the aspects that they point out with the I will and the, co- and the collar, aims, throwing back to that time before Iowa State. And, you know, and the, other, and the other accolades, the five bars, and other things that are part of that uniform, the color scheme and everything, I know they can't wait. I can't wait to get my hands on a real one so that I can, you know, have that in my collection as well because I just think that they've done a great job with this, the partnership with Nike and Athletics on that one. Um, it was phenomenal. And, of course, on Sunday, October 8th at the Campanile, is going to be incredible, the reenactment of the Memorial for Jack, mm-hmm. which was amazing in its own right, George, because basically the entire student body was there, and it shows what Jack meant to, to the people at Iowa State. That's going to be a very, very special moment. Tell me your thoughts on that that reenactment coming up on October 8th. Yeah, I'm still trying to get my words together of what I'm going to say. Um, you know, I sit here and think about it, and uh, that's, that, is the, that is the moment. I mean, I have a lot of things going on that weekend, starting on Thursday, where I have to be. And so I have a lot of things going on. But, you know, President Winterstein's going to be reading the letter because uh, the president back in that day, the family said, we want you to read his letter. So the president read the letter. And then me as a family getting up there and speak. I know that they're asking Matt Campbell and the football team to be there as well. I have some people from my, my board and some of my friends and a couple of my cousins will be there. So, you know, myself, my, my three of my, my three kids, my wife, and then two of my, my first cousins will be there with me uh, for that weekend. But, you know, to sit there and kind of think about what that moment means. That's the, that's the moment where everybody came together to um, honor this football's fallen hero. I know Steve Jones wrote a book that football's fallen hero, and that's what he was. And so I'm excited to see um, the emotion. I'm excited to feel the love that will be there because, again, you know, even me being an outsider, not from Iowa, when I got there and was recruited back in um, 98, February 98, I came for a basketball game, and the warm welcome that the, the people and the fans gave me was awesome. And I think that, you know, this is going to be just a special day, and I just hope I don't get too emotional up there. I don't know how you couldn't, <laughs> and I don't think anybody will blame you if you do. Um, George, you have started up the Trice Legacy Foundation. I want to give you an opportunity to tell me what that is all about. Yeah, so I, I will tell you that we, we've been around. It'll be our fourth year starts on September 21st. That's the end of our, our third year, and what really this started as was you know, me just asking friends saying I wanted to get an endowed scholarship at Iowa State, you know, to give kids that opportunity to get to Iowa State. And because that's where Jack started. And as I looked at that, my first scholarship that I wanted to give was going to be to somebody from East Tech and from supporting the Cleveland area because that's where Jack came and that's where we wanted to kind of make an impact. And we did that. So the first three years, this, this year, our third year, we gave out three scholarships to students. One's going to Texas A&M. One's going to HBCU, Morgan State, and one's going to Cleveland State. Two of them were from Cleveland, and one was from down south in Atlanta area. And we gave that out. We did technology grants, giving kids laptops and Internet so that they can complete their, their journey. We had an opportunity to pay some, a school. They had some kids that they could have had 100% graduation rate, but they had about $700 in unpaid fees. And so some of these students weren't going to be able to graduate because of, of fees and not having to be able to pay the money, and we were able to do that to help these kids. 
And so I, I look at that and I say, we've done a lot so far. We have so much more to go. And when I look at where Jack came from, where I came from, the love that I have for Iowa, I said, you know what? I mentioned this stat before. Iowa is about 4.2% black. Des Moines area, Waterloo area, Davenport, and you know some other areas that have um, high populations of, of black students. And my goal has changed for our for our foundation. And what we want to do is we want to increase diversity at Iowa schools. It's not about Iowa State. It's not about the University of Iowa. It's not about Drake or you and I um, individually. But it's about creating that least amount of resistance you know, to help these kids, again, break barriers to be able to go to school. It's cheaper to go to school in Iowa, and if we can help them to be there and to stay in Iowa and keep the population and grow the population of black students and, and, and educated black students going to the next level, that's what we want to do. So our whole goal is to just get into these the, the high schools and the, L and the middle schools and help fulfill their needs and help them get to that next level, whether it's a two-year at, at DMACC or four-year at any of the major schools there or any of the uh, Division One, two II, or three schools. We just want them to go increase the, the diversity at Iowa and keep the diversity there. And so we are working towards those goals. We've had a lot of people supporting us. We have one major event a year, but now we're starting to expand that because we know that there's a lot of things we can do in Iowa. And, and I live in Arizona. So I have to I have to rely on boots on the ground. I have a lot of friends and a lot of supporters in Iowa. And and this year I think I've been back five or six of the the first eight months of the year. So I'm back enough to to make an impact. And then again, I felt more comfortable there. I grew up as an adult there, leaving Cleveland at eighteen and staying in Iowa till twenty eight. That's where I became an adult. And so I want people to to fulfill what I felt and and the love that I felt there and and the and being comfortable and feeling that, that safety, that safety net there. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones' John Deere dealer of choice. George, one last thing for you. I've been very moved by the great reporters that have done really phenomenal stories on Jack Trice. We saw one on ESPN's College Game Day. We've seen them on CBS. We've seen them just about everywhere. And actually, we put together ourselves at Cyclones.tv a one-hour documentary on on jack called i will the jack trice story and i got to narrate that so that was a great pleasure for me too but i think a lot of people in the state have a pretty good knowledge now of what jack trice was all about but i'm curious are you starting to find out that as you represent nationwide <laughs> that, that literally nationwide more and more people are aware of jack's story yeah, I mean, so I'll, I'll talk. The last time I was in Iowa, I rented a car. I normally rent from National, and this time National had no car, so I went to the Avis lot or the Enterprise lot. I think it was Avis. And black gentleman buying it was about, like, about 45, a little bit older than me, and he saw my last name. I was talking about why I was in town. He did not know Jack Trice was black. So a black man in Iowa not knowing that Jack Trice was black. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, the story is not really there. And... You know, the story about Jack, it came at a good time, but I feel like it came at a bad time. And I'll say this, this, it this way. It started, and my, I, my feeling is it started because of the social injustice. George Floyd's murder is what started kind of, you know, the, the social injustice at that time. COVID was going on. That happened. And that's when ESPN was at my house. That's when CBS was at my house, and we did the stories. And then it started to die down. The story is not really there until Iowa State plays football season or it's Black History Month. So we have, you know, about seven months where Jack Trice is really not talked about 
and that's the that's a bad thing. Jack should be talked about all year round. And and my thing is that we're we're getting there. It's getting recognition, but it's still a lot a lot more to go. I've been reached out to by a couple of different producers that are looking to do a future uh, a full length feature film about Jack. And so working to figure out what we can do there. And and that's where the partnership this year that with with High V and the Wheat Flakes cereal brand. So if people haven't gotten that or seen that, uh, Jack is the whole uh, box. Uh, and then the Trislexy Foundation is on one of the spines because proceeds from the sales of that come back. Not to say that, I mean, I still need everybody else's money. I mean, I'll say that. Uh, we need your time and your treasure because that's what's going to help us. But that, plus uh, Peace, Peace Tree and First Down Brewing and the Legend Beer. You know, they came to me. I don't even drink beer, but I'm going to drink a few of those when I get in town next weekend or this weekend. But these partnerships of these local Iowa companies, given the, the recognition of Jack, and I think the world seeing that, and because of the friends that I've had that go through Iowa State, everybody's looking, where can I get some cereal? Can you ship me cereal? Can you ship me beer? The, the, it's getting out there, and it's getting bigger. And again, as Iowa State's in the news, whether good or bad, Jack comes into play because people see that that's at Jack Trice Stadium. Who is Jack Trice? First, first and only stadium named after a black person in football of 144 football schools. It really is, you know, more than just that those two games that he played against in his, in his early career, his varsity career. It's more than that. It's about what he was trying to plan to do after that where his life was cut short. And that's why, you know, I've always I've, I've challenged people that October 8th, yes, that's the anniversary of his death. But had Jack lived, would the season have gone on? Because there were there were schools that didn't want to play against Ames College because they had a black player. So I say you ride with Jack Trice all season long, where you're Jack Trice geared every game to bring him in there with with you. I'm trying to get, you know, Iowa State to retire number 37 for Jack. But then for the rest of this season, have a person selected, just like the Jack Trice Character Endowed Award, having someone selected by the coaches, by the team, to wear number 37 at each game for the remainder of the season because had Jack lived, he might not have been able to play, but because we were able to play these games, keeping him alive throughout the year and not just stopping at October 8th, I think is the key for us to keep his memory alive and to keep people talking about it all year round. Awesome. George, thank you so much for taking the time today. I'm so glad that we're going to get to see you again here as you come back up to Iowa <laughs> once again. But also thank you to Nationwide for jumping on board with this because that support means an awful lot. And it's just really cool. It's really cool all the way around and nobody tells the story better than you do. So, man, I just really appreciate you. I appreciate that. And again, I want to shout out Nationwide again. I've been there for 17 years and, and, I'm, and I'm an associate. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an entry level, uh, first level manager level, director level. And the people way, way above me, Kurt Walker, Ramon Jones will be there as well. Ramon Jones was my boss out in California and he's our head of our marketing team. And when he found out they were doing it, he sent me a text and said, George, we're the sponsor of this game. And it was like, really? Like, I know you all are a part of this, but again, for our CEO to be a part of this, for um, our marketing team to say this is big enough because Iowa State has done a lot uh, from for diversity um, within our walls and in, and, and in Columbus for the most part because we've had a big presence in Columbus. You know, we had that big presence in Des Moines as well. And so trying to trying to do what they do best and, you know, taking care of people and showing that they're above the curve. And, you know, I, I just respect Nationwide for doing this. Awesome. George, thanks for taking so much time today. Really looking forward to seeing you uh, for that TCU game and the Jack Trice legacy game. Hey, thank you. I'll see you then. 
Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.